That's a good yeah. opening. Welcome, oh, everybody. I, I feel confident. Welcome to episode 138 of Yes Have Some Podcast. Uh, before we started recording, Jake was reading us some news. Jake, you're like a newsman. Yeah, well, that's what I do. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I'm just I'm just talking. I don't know. I just looked it up on the Internet and <laughs> the Internet showed me some news. OK, okay. Uh, I was going to play it off as I'm some sort of newsman. I'm not. A, I'm not a newsman. You're no, <laughs> in fact, not a newsman. He, he's no newsman. I'll tell you that much. Unless it's Bloody aliens. Disgusting as the newsman. Oh, uh, th- that is like my sort. Like, I don't read the real news. I just read the bloody disgusting news. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, same. I yeah. would know what was happening in the world if bloody disgusting like reported. Right. On. True. Exactly. Um, well, cool. So. I hope everybody's doing well. Jake, happy uh, belated birthday. Thank you. Yeah, happy Um, birthday, dude. The last time we recorded, it was almost your birthday, and now it is past your birthday. It is past, yes. So, Mm -hmm. really, it's on to almost being your birthday again. Like, in the grand scheme of things, it's almost your birthday. We're closer than than we were yesterday. Yeah, okay. Uh, Abby, it's, how are you? It's like doing? the day after Dragon Con when you start the countdown to next year's Dragon Con. It's exactly what it's like. Yeah, I think for our listeners, that's what it's like too. So I count down to everything, like any, like I'm like, when's lunch? Countdown. What's the countdown? Uh, I think wait, Craig's birthday is coming up. Yeah, yeah. it is right? Mar- March, the day before um, Lyndon Porco Day. That's what I call Craig, St. Patrick's Day. Now. Craig, you know what? Here, here's a here, here's a fun little fact. I bought you a birthday present on my birthday trip. That is awesome. Yeah, that's kind I, of special. I ended up at a store. How generous! And I saw something, and I was like, "Whoa, this is cool." Let me check eBay prices. Then I ordered it on eBay for a little cheaper than it was in the store. <laughs> that's called the yes, have some way. Now that's, that's a the Jake and Craig developed that? That way of shopping. That was, a, that was a Craig move. I felt. I felt like you doing that. That that's got to be some sort of a barge, a bargain barge, maybe a bargain, uh, an eBay, uh, uh, an e barge. I don't an know e-bar- a bargain. <laughs> Somebody will name it. Um, yeah, I think that it's. I think it's smart on your part to be like. Well, we did this yesterday. We were trying to figure out what we wanted to watch, so we went to Best Buy to look at the DVDs, not to purchase Wait, them. Hold on, just to be inspired. <laughs> you were you were like, "Hey, what should we watch?" I don't know. Let's go to Best Buy and yes. just look. Yes, let's go walk <laughs> around. It's the closest thing to having a blockbuster, which that's part of the experience is like looking at the yeah, the covers. True. Yeah, I remember going to Blockbuster and like I'm like I'm not going to rent this tonight, but like soon I'm getting into this. <laughs> but for tonight, 
We're going Terminator 2 Tonight, again. still Tommy Boy. <laughs> Abby, you were watching Tommy Boy the other day. I did. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling well, so I watched it. I had Craig bring the uh, oh the VHS-compatible television, which is now, I know it's a VCR. He brought it into the room, and I was able to like watch. Uh, I watched Aladdin, and I also watched Tommy Boy. Um, and I just felt it was like a completion. It was something I wanted when I was little. I really wanted a TV set in my room. So having that. You watched Tommy Boy to completion? Yes. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> All right, cool. It's so well, good. listen, I'm ready to go meet Dan Aykroyd and talk. I'm, we're going to Tommy Boy Fan Yeah, speaking Fest. of countdowns, it's 100 days yeah. till we meet Dan Aykroyd. 100 days till Fan Fest. Woo. Woo. All right. Um, well, cool. So we got a lot of ground to cover. But before we get going. I did want to let everybody know that if you haven't gotten in on these Patreon episodes yet, you're you're missing out. I'm just putting it out there. Yes, have some on Patreon. It's the absolute best way to support Yes, have some. It helps us keep on the lights and you get episodes. So we do two to three bonus episodes a month. It's five whole dollars a month. That's all it costs. And as soon as you sign up, you get access to all the bonus episodes we've already done. So really... That's the bargain barge, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All um, of them. So if you're interested in signing up, if you like what you've been hearing from Yes Have Some, and I know we've had a lot of new listeners reaching out. Uh, it's amazing what a new Ghostbusters movie does for us. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great We need for one every, you know, couple of years. Every couple every of months. Time every, every, every few years when we're just like, hey, guys, should we just stop? Oh, Are we God. done with this podcast? Yeah. Done? We need yeah. a Ghostbusters movie. We've like, said we everything there books? is to say. Um, <laughs> no, so we've been having a ton of fun doing these bonus episodes. So if you want to get in, you're going to go to patreon.com slash yes, have some sign up. It's $5 a month. We're doing two to three episodes a month. Guess what? We're recording one tonight. We're going to have a couple special guests. Ooh. That's how we roll. Oh, yeah? We are? Uh-huh. I think. I Tell I me more. I mean, they're ge- I don't, I don't want to say they're special, guests. but they're guests. They're somebody. Right. Um, so cool. That's what we have going on at Patreon. And uh, I think we've done like 20, 25 episodes or something like that. So like I said, if you sign up, you get right in on those episodes. It's a full experience. It's a full. It's like, OK, because we'll reference those bonus episodes and you'll just we'll, you won't know. Unless it's class you- 10. Mm-hmm. It's YHS class ten, exactly, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. But way cheaper. Shit. <laughs> it's it's got a five in it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, are we getting class ten tattoos? Because I think we should. Abby had this idea the other day, okay. and I wanted Abby. Why don't you throw this idea to Jake? I wanted to let. I want to hear how this goes. I'm just going to referee. Well, I haven't really thought about it any further than I would like a tattoo that says class 10, like on my person. And I don't know if it's like a wrist or like behind the ear or like on the, the neck, the back of the neck, shoulder blade. Abby was like, uh, hey, when we go to California, let's get class 10 tattoos. I'm like, oh, cool. You think Jake's going to want to get a tattoo from a stranger <laughs> in California? <laughs> let's do each other's. Let's do each other. Well, didn't they do that with Suicide Squad? Like, they all gave each other tattoos? I yeah. guarantee the regret. So that's that. what we should do. They should have just... I don't want Craig tattooing me. I want Jake tattooing me, just <laughs> for the record. Hey, I could probably draw the words class I would have lined 10. paper on my tattoo. Okay. Um, listen, another thing before we get started. If you're a new or old listener to Yes, Have Some, and you've not left a review... These things help us a lot. So all you got to do, go to iTunes, search for Yes, Have Some Podcast, 
take like 15 seconds to leave a five-star review, and also let us know what you think about the podcast. It literally takes no time, helps us a ton, and unfortunately, there's nowhere else you can review the podcast. It's, even if you don't listen to us on <laughs> iTunes, you got to go to iTunes to do it. So uh, we've been loving reading these reviews. Five stars is what we're asking for. If you want to leave a three-star review, we're going to ask you to find another podcast to do that. <laughs> Any other podcast is fine. Just don't do it for ours. Um, and that's all I had to say about that. That's my what, – what did you guys think about my, my speech there? Was it pretty good? It sounded a little forceful. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, like kind just, of like angry? Take it down. Take it down a little bit. Like, right. I feel like I need to go leave a review now. A little threatening. Okay, maybe I'll just uh, – let me change it. But like, I mean, you can leave a review like if you want to. It's I don't really whatever. care. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like if you have nothing better to do yeah. than leave reviews for podcasts, I guess we'll take it. Okay. I'm definitely not leaving a review now. <laughs> okay. You're being borderline mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to soften it up and it ended up being meaner. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, we'll get started Please leave here. us reviews. We love you. Abby. Yeah. Here we go. We got some stress coming up later, but we, we there's a lot going on. I feel like there's a lot going on. Yeah, there definitely is. Did you guys watch the Oscars? I sure did. Oh. Jake, did you? No. No. Not at all. Well, Jake, how do you know which movies are good? If you don't um, watch the Oscars. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't. <laughs> I, I, I guess I don't, as we're going to find out in a few minutes when we talk about A Star is Born. No. <laughs> Hey, listen. Hey. We finally hey. watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I didn't... It sucks, right? Can I... <laughs> I get a text. I get a text from Craig. I don't know what time it is. Sometime last night that says, we're 20 minutes into Bohemian Rhapsody. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It's is it weird to say that I wanted it to be worse or like more over the top, like rock star almost? Like I, I more, was almost, even more cheesy. Yeah, kind if of? it had been more cheesy, it would have been more likable. It is very cheesy. Yeah, there's. Yeah, it's very cheesy. It just it made me want whatever that like. I'm not going to act like I know everything about Queen, but I feel like there's a grittier, tougher story that could have been told, like the wrestler style. Um and whatever this was, was like all of the, there was just a lot that was omitted. And like it was a diet light version of the whole diet story. queen. I love yeah. that. They should have called this movie yeah. Queen Zero. And Rami Malek is cool to look at. Uh, and I believe he's pretty captivating on screen. I'm not going to take that away from him. But like, it was I feel like Freddie Mercury's story was has well, probably some depth to it that I would have liked to have like plunged into the whole thing. My biggest problems, by the way, welcome to Yes Have Some Podcasts where we review movies six months after they come out. Yeah. Um, right. My biggest issue with, with it, it is like I do like Queen a lot. I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan. And like Freddie Mercury was a, not only one of the greatest front men of all time, but he was also very like complex and complicated. And there is a deep dive story to be told. It was originally going to be um, Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, playing Freddie Mercury, and it was going to be kind of uh, different. The band Queen, the remaining members, you could tell they're, they're they're trying to rewrite history. Like there was multiple parts in the movie where it was like there was literally a line where they were like Freddie Mercury was like, "There is no Freddie Mercury without you guys," and I was just like, "Nah, 
I think there is. <laughs> there is some revisionist I history. Like, I feel like sure. it's like we do. And also, I looked it up. There's like just multiple things in the movie that like you know the whole. We won't spend too much time with this, but you know the whole thing about how like they break up for a couple of years and get back together for Live Aid. That never that never happened. That's not what happened. They didn't even break up. Like and that. The whole the whole Live Aid thing was kind of completely. Yeah, they didn't break up. They also like he did do a solo record, but they were just like, yeah, okay, go do your solo record. Yeah, they were still no they were still touring. There was a show. They did shows not that long before. Yeah. Before uh, Live, Live Aid, Aid. They they also hey, they also didn't know he had AIDS. He didn't even know he had AIDS at the Live Aid performance. He like still that didn't doesn't. happen until later. Okay, <laughs> all of that's crazy. What I found harder to believe was that him and his like the guy that he picked up his boyfriend were wearing the exact same outfit on that day, which all happened in one day. Yeah, it was but also weird. I feel like they're ripping off that episode of Saved by the Bell when they start a band and Zach Morris like goes off and does his own thing. That's what I thought. That's the what whole I thought. Time. I thought I was watching Saved by the Bell. One Friends point. forever. Um. So yeah, there's just some weird stuff. Obviously, the music's great. They Rami Malek didn't like. They got like an impersonator to do a lot of the songs, and he was obviously. Whoever that is did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Real quick, can we talk about the Mike Myers thing? Oh. Yeah, sure. So Mike Myers plays like this record executive who just sits in this chair. He doesn't move. And it's clearly Mike Myers. And you kind of feel like you're watching Austin Powers yeah. for a second. Like just him playing some British character. And he's like, uh, he says this thing like they're trying to get them to uh, – Freddie Mercury wants to release Bohemian Rhapsody as a single and they're pushing he's pushing for another song and he he looks at the camera and goes we need a song that teenagers will ride in the car and headbang to and nobody's ever going to do that to Bohemian Rhapsody and then it like yeah. slightly so pauses honest. I'm like cool Wayne's World reference what am I watching <laughs> it made me just want to watch Wayne's World for the record Wayne's movie. World is literally one of my favorite movies of all time yeah. but uh I don't know it's fine I would say this movie is fine. It is just fine and it will keep your attention like from at least the beginning till the end. <laughs> from but at least that. It won't leave you with anything like lasting. <clears throat> I I I agree. Like I thought it was fine. It 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 does I think this movie and um A Star is Born, they both kind of have some of the same tricks up their sleeves. Um neither one of them is like a bad movie, but I don't I don't think either one of them is a great movie either. And the queen movie has uh, the advantage of having a lot of queen music in it. Mm-hmm. And like nobody like who doesn't like queen song? Like, even if you're not a huge queen fan, like everybody's like, Oh, I like that song. I like mm-hmm. queen. Like everyone right. likes queen a little bit. So it's like, even if the rest of the movie sucks, even if it's like super bad, you still like every few minutes, get to listen to like a queen song and yeah. it also they also take all the heavy stuff out and they mm-hmm. end on a very like the movie ends on a very uplifting fun like moment you know what i mean like you get to watch like a so, whole queen concert it's, it's so positive. uplifting and fun that like i'm surprised they didn't just rewrite history and that it's like at the end it's like and everybody lived happily ever after freddie mercury is now living with his 15 cats yeah that's what i'm saying though like it's it's like the movie i don't understand how people are seeing like i i I know someone who has seen this movie nine times in the theater 
Oh. And I'm like, really? Like, yeah. it's not like, yeah, Queen's fun. There are some fun moments here and there, but it's not great. It's not like overall the movie's not great. Yeah, like it scratches the surface. It reminded me of Solo, actually, the way that it's like, well, how did they think of this song? Well, how did Freddie get his name? Like, it's very yeah, similar to the way yeah. Solo got his last name and, like, got his gear kind of like that. Eh. <laughs> right. It could have gone a little deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, so he won Best Actor for this movie. Hmm. I'm not okay. going like, to. I don't know what I, I a lot of the movies that were up this year I, I had not seen or even like know what some of them are. I mean, I feel like you in years past, I had seen, you know, a higher number of the Oscar movies. So it's like, I can't really say like, well, he didn't deserve it. Cause I don't know what he was up against really. But, but it, but just seeing this movie, I'm like, that's it. That's all there was this year. Like, this is the movie that's winning Oscars. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, last thing on Bohemian Rhapsody. It kind of feels weird because Brian Singer directed it and he's like legit not a good person. Mm. Yeah. And it is weird also how this entire award season nobody has said his name once. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> and so I brought it up. Um real quick, Jake, you finally watched The Star is Born. You weren't thrilled. I mean, yeah. You weren't thrilled. <clears throat> no. But Bradley Cooper is Tell my me favorite something, actor. Jake. <clears throat> he's literally I, my favorite actor. <laughs> he He's good. Yeah, he's good in this. I, yeah. I, I kind of like I don't know. I, I said this to you guys yesterday. I don't know what it is about Bradley Cooper, but I always expect that I'm going to hate him. Well, he's got that but that face where you're like, oh, I, think, I could punch I that so. guy. I guess it's his face. I don't know. But I, I, I <laughs> is always it the hangover? Kind of, is it maybe because it's of because the I really. What, what was that, Abby? I said, is it because of the hangover that like I understand mm. that you could assist? That's him. what I was going to say. Maybe it's because of the hangover, because I thought that movie was fucking trash. And maybe I hated that movie so much that it just every time I see his name, it still lingers. I don't know. But I went into this being like, God, I hope I, I hope that I don't hate Bradley Cooper. And I did not. I think him and Lady Gaga are both uh, they're both good in it. They're both good actors. I don't think it was a bad movie, but I think maybe 95 percent of the songs are really bad. Especially the one that was that won the Oscar. I don't think that's even close to being the best song in in all of the songs. You're talking about the shallow. Yeah, shallows. Yeah. I, I was. That's a. That's a. That's that a shark like a, movie. You know, <laughs> the, in the in the movie, whenever that whenever that scene comes up where she just like says the lyrics off the top of her head, and he's like, "You're a songwriter." I'm like, "No, she just came. She made that up." off the top of her head and it literally sounds like it. Like it sounds like she wrote that in five seconds. It It's not, I don't know. I, I felt like that about a lot of the songs in the movie. I was, it's like, I also, I also can't sympathize with, with someone who is such an awful drunk. I just oh, can't. Like, yeah, I, I see. You I, know, like when it got to the end, like we're, we can spoil this movie, right? Uh, we're, we're, all right. All right. We're about it's to four, spoil. It's the fourth remake of a story. It's been out forever. We're spoiling it. We're about yeah. to spoil so, like, it. Turn it off. He, 
so he kills himself and i was just like so what i was he's such a <laughs> shitty person he's such a shitty person like they they're, they're both not great to each other she's violent he's a fucking awful drunk who like ruins her like moment of a you know like pissing on himself and i was just like this relationship's not great these songs aren't great i don't care about these people at all i did not i just can't get behind like I don't know. I just didn't give a fuck. I don't, I can't sympathize with like you're drunk because you're fucking drinking. Just stop it. I don't under, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't give a fuck about it. I, uh, I really like the part where she's like rehearsing for SNL and he's watching and he realizes like her songs are just like shitty pop songs. And he's just, yeah. he's like, what the fuck? gets mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he, he gives her these like, underhanded like uh he's like i guess i failed you or something I don't know. <laughs> he's like he calls her embarrassing and shit and i'm like oh that's that's a great thing like yeah. i don't know i i didn't i just didn't quite get some of it um i don't think the movie was bad i think both of them are are, are great actors and like usually that's very usually um musicians are are, are pretty fucking awful actors so yeah. you know and usually good, actors good can't like I will say she this. also has a great voice. Like she also has such a She's great, great fucking. I was yeah. like, I don't care. I don't want. I don't need to hear Bradley Cooper. You just let her sing. Yeah, let her do it. Yeah, but maybe in. let somebody who knows how to write songs write these songs. I thought like there's this thing that happens, and I think I think uh, I think um, Bohemian Rhapsody in this movie, the thing that they have in common is they both kind of trick you into like they're they're both very emotional, but in different ways, like. A Star is Born is very sad and it's very like melancholy and slow and all that. And the mute, that's just the sound of the music will give you this like kind of sad feeling until you start actually listening to those fucking childish lyrics. <laughs> I'm like, these are, this is not well, it's like it's tricking me because it sounds sad, but it's not good. Jake, I felt tricked. Hey, they tried, I will, they tried to get me. They tried to get I, me. I will hey, say the this. saddest part to me was the part where he like left the dog outside when he hung himself. I'm like, yeah. what if that dog gets hit by a car? Um, I felt bad for the dog for sure. I I think I disagree with Jake in regards to this. I think the songs are catchy. Like I'm not going to say the entire soundtrack is my favorite, but I was listening to it today, um, mm-hmm. and I think that "Always Remember Us This Way" isn't. Fantastic song. And once I put that on, I just kind of kept going through the whole, like, I listened to uh, Shallow after that. And whatever, what's the song she sings? I'll Never Love Again. Like the I think one it's the sings. one she sings at the end. Yeah, yeah that's the very last it's one. Got, yeah. it, and that just reminds me of Whitney Houston. Um, I'm a sucker for, like, dude, I <clears throat> a walk to remember, like, those kind of movies that you watch that you know something really hard and difficult and tragic in that way is going to happen at the end. Um, they're not my most favorite movies, and when I sat through A Star is Born with Craig, I can't attest that he was unable to, like, compose himself. That's or, not true. Or I was, walk out of the movie when it was No, 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 See, <laughs> he missed you, the last ten minutes. You're misremembering. Hey. I, I saw the last also, ten minutes. Also, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Okay. To all of our new listeners who tuned in for us to talk about Ghostbusters, we're very sorry. We're all very sorry. Um, I want to give some shh credit is what the word i'm looking for uh bradley cooper first time director and he acted in it and did the song yeah it's finally he's got something going pretty for impressive him. okay yeah I, agree. So, I, I can agree with that yeah um well cool we we don't have to go uh much further uh so congratulations to green book i still haven't seen it uh, i haven't seen black klansman yet i really Coming want to you. 
You didn't watch uh, that, yeah. So I always like to catch up on these movies after the fact. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the best way to do it. That's how I do it. Um, cool. We'll get, her, we'll get around to it. I'll um, see the favorite at some point. Couple more things. We'll rapid fire these. Ghostbusters 3, there really hasn't been much news. Are uh, we not going to talk about the biggest moment from the Oscars for me personally? What was that? When Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won animated feature film. Oh my God. Congratulations. Yeah, it was a to big you. deal. To me. <laughs> no, but to Ryan and to like everyone else who worked on that, I feel like that was a that was super fucking cool. I got yeah, excited. Uh, I, thought, I thought I saw that it was like kind of the first non- wasn't it like the first non-Disney animated movie in a while? In a while? Yeah, cool. to, like that. to win, yeah. Um, friend of the podcast and member of the Ghostbusters, uh, some Canadian thing. Just kidding, British Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> the Canada Ghostbusters of British Columbia. Uh, Ryan Dole, a great friend of ours, and uh, yeah, sure. He yeah. he worked uh, on on uh, the VFX uh, side of things on Spider Verse, and he put up a really cool video um, on Twitter. That got like, I don't know, like a thousand retweets or something of uh, him and his entire team like uh, reacting to the Oscar win. Uh, So that's just really cool Mm -hmm. to know that we have award winning listeners to the podcast. And maybe one day we'll win an award. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll be award winning and so will the listeners. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But congratulations. Um, And there's also the. Wait, we'll we'll get a baby Oscar. (laughs) Yeah. That's all we're going to get is a little baby. We've had a baby Oscar on the podcast. We did. There you go. Okay. Um, Cool. Ghostbusters 3, not much since last week. The only thing that's come out is that Jason Reitman was meeting with uh, potential cast members over the weekend. And the four kids that are being cast are between the ages of 12 and 17. And according to sources, two sets of siblings. So, hmm, okay, I kind of like it because I love siblings. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> what a weird love thing to say. Sibs. Sure, no, I think I, 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 I always celebrate siblings' day. I am me. I I thought of Henry in ET and his brother, and how much they got along. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like so. Jason Reitman. I, I there was a thing. You know, it was the five year anniversary of Harold Ramis passing this week. People were posting stuff. And um, I guess when Harold Ramis died, Jason Reitman tweeted that Egon was his favorite Ghostbuster in that it felt like he had lost one of the Beatles. So it makes me think that the Spangler legacy is going to be in play in this movie. And I wouldn't be surprised if two of these kids like are the grandchildren of uh, of Egon or something mm-hmm. like that, or somehow related to him. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'd be his kids because of the, you know, that wouldn't really match up for age-wise. But I keep getting this vibe, and we, I don't think anybody's really talked about this yet. What if the movie, okay, what if, the, here's a shot in the dark. What if the movie is about these kids who are like the grandchildren of like Spangler or Stance or something, and... They never knew their grandfather because their parents had a falling out with them. And what if it's about their parents becoming like the new generation? Like everybody keeps saying, I don't want to see kids running around in proton packs. Well, it's like just because there's kids in the movie doesn't mean that the new Ghostbusters are going to be four kids. Maybe these kids just play like a part in bringing the Ghostbusters back. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. And that that makes perfect sense to me. Um, see? 
I don't want to speak too much, but yeah, you've got if you've got four sets of siblings or two, two sets, sets two sets of siblings, if you're the way you're saying it, parents come into play, pick up the gear. I could see that. I could see one of the kids maybe crossing over to the other side and like that being the reason they have to kind of go after him like Stranger Things style. So yeah. Like dying? That get that could get dark. Abby, yeah, you think dying, kids are dying like, in know, this movie? Somehow, I hope so. Getting sucked into. Something. I'm into that. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the these kids find the uh the equipment. And they accidentally like one of them accidentally gets one. trapped. <laughs> Maybe one fucking blasts the other one. Yeah. <laughs> they accidentally put a kid into the uh, containment unit. <laughs> That'd be cool. And then Slimer that, has to like show him around and help him out. Wait, then that's like, it's like an episode world? of the real Ghostbusters. Somebody oh, brought up what if it is Ray kind of living out in the middle of nowhere, being a hermit, and he has Slimer like living with him as a pet? God. That He's would, like Hagrid? Wait, hold on. That that's probably pretty likely. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean I wouldn't doubt that. Like him and Slimer just hanging out. Like the movie opens like the first time you, you see Ray, he's uh, he's sitting like the door is open and it's like yeah. you can see him sitting at a table through the door. He's eating Chinese food, talking to somebody. And then when it finally pans through, he's oh sharing food with Slimer. That's amazing. I'm thinking of like Uncle Buck, like he's passed out on the couch with the dog <laughs> with the frosted flakes all over him. Uh, oh. I'm into pet Slimer. Me too. Oh my <laughs> like, god! It's still Ghostbusters. Like I think everybody keeps leaning towards this like highly emotional like family story, but there's gonna be some silly shit in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. if it's pet Slimer, I can take. That. I love that. I see Ray getting like getting like a, a to go box at the restaurant and like taking it home to Slimer, <laughs> getting like a second meal. <laughs> oh. uh, well, God. I can't believe it. I love talking about Ghostbusters, but really there's not a whole lot more to talk about this week. Uh, but as we have promised, any breaking news, anything that comes out, even FanFest, there really wasn't a whole lot more information since last week. The only thing that has been confirmed, and somebody confirmed it today uh, through customer service at Wizard World, is that the real Ghostbusters photo op and autograph is also included in the class 10 package. So they do build off each other because the, the messaging wasn't 100% clear on the uh, the website. So, right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's inclusive and it builds, right? It's inclusive. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, real quick, Aubrey Plaza, there was an interview with her talking about the new Child's Play movie. She says it's Spielberg-esque and is extremely faithful to the tone of the original, as in, uh, you know, the first one's kind of like an action drama horror movie and maybe not as heavy on the the chuckles, uh, the Chucky chuckles. And uh, she said that she re- she wouldn't do uh, a remake of a horror movie unless she was like super into it. She said the script was fantastic. Uh, but she did kind of heavily imply that this is going to be technology gone wrong. And it doesn't sound like from what we know so far like there's going to be like the the voodoo witchcraft element to this movie. Jake, did you read this article with Aubrey Plaza? I did. Yeah. Um, What'd you think? She's, she says some strange things here. Like, first of all, I, I try not to put too much um, like when an actor is in a movie and they talk about the movie they're in. I, I think the best thing to do is just kind of ignore them because one, they're not going to say anything bad about the movie that's coming out that they're in. And also, 
<clears throat> excuse me. Also, they're you know they're just people like we are, and who knows if Aubrey Plaza like I don't know what her history with horror movies are and how much she really likes horror movies or anything. And her saying like her saying that it has a Spielberg vibe like that has become a thing that people just say when kids are in movies now, and um that doesn't mean like to you know there is a special kind of feeling. Um, to make it like a Spielberg vibe, you know what I mean? And it's like, sure, that could be in here, but also, is is it? Or are we just saying that because it's kids right. running from something supernatural? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, is the that... Lost World had a Spielberg vibe. That didn't mean exactly. It was good. <laughs> exactly. But um, does that so just I, mean it feels I, I try, 80s, I try yeah. to just kind of ignore. I try to just kind of ignore what 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 actors are saying about like when they come out and they're like, oh yeah, it's good. It's like the original. I'm like, okay, we're well, yeah. in it. You're you're not allowed to say anything bad about it, dude. What if Aubrey Plaza like, was like, yeah, she this also thing says sucks. she hasn't seen it yet. You know what I mean? So like. I don't know, but she does say some weird like there's I, I got it right here. I'm going to read this. Um, she says, I can't reveal too much. We're not supposed to talk about Chucky. It builds for Karen. Karen is the uh, character in, that she plays. It says it builds for Karen in a way that I'm interacting with Chucky by the end. But I'm mostly dealing with my son, who I almost believe is behind the mayhem. And then she says, the horror of it all will be for the audience. For me, it's more of a psychological thriller. So, like, that's weird. Uh, it, it sounds a lot like um, most of the movie, uh, everybody except the audience thinks that Andy is the one doing everything. And that is you get a little bit of that in the original, like the movie, you know, the first, the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes or so of the, like until you actually see Chucky doing shit, it is also kind of framed in a way where you could be like, well, is the kid just crazy? Right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm, 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 I'm excited to see this movie. Yeah. Abby, what did you think of those comments? Um, I mean, I'm not sure if Spielbergian is a word. Um, And I, just like Jake, kind of will take it with a grain of salt, um, especially since she hasn't seen the entire movie. But I do think that uh, it's kind of cool that she references that the tone in the original movie was a little bit more serious and that this feels like that um, or that it's like in the same tone um, and that she's acknowledging that they got sillier as they moved on, which is true. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah. I honestly, I'm excited for this movie still. Um, this doesn't like, it's, it's nothing like hard fact. It's not any more like of the movie that we can actually see, but I am already excited. So this would probably just make me a little bit more excited. Yeah. I mean, just based on the trailer, I'm Mm -hmm. excited about this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you guys ever watch like, you know, whenever whenever a movie's coming out, and this happens a lot with like Star Wars or or any any major movie, when a teaser trailer will come out, you'll get like all sorts of videos on YouTube of people with their theories about oh, whatever yeah. aspects of the movie, like based off of nothing in a trailer. They're like, oh, well, that's me. This this is what I think is going to happen. I watched one of those for this movie, <laughs> and this guy was trying. I was looking up. I was looking up something completely separate from the remake and just kind of fell down like a rabbit hole of watching videos. And I, and I found this uh, video where a guy thinks 
that um, his theory is that Ch- Chucky's voice in this movie is going to be the voice of Andy's father. He's like, there's no father figure in these trailers. It looks like maybe his dad is maybe passed away or something. And he was like in the promotional artwork for the for the buddy toy. It is like said stuff about like voice recognition. We know it's like high tech. We're like, what if it can like sound like your loved one? And he was like, maybe that's going to maybe Chucky will be have the voice of his father. And that will kind of add a whole other like you know, psychological layer to the craziness of what's happening. And I'm like, that's, that's kind of cool, I guess. And he was also like, you know, who knows, maybe his dad, maybe that's a way for the voice to, you know, you know, not be like a mimic of, uh, of Brad Dourif, but also like, it could sound like whatever they wanted it to sound Mm -hmm. like. So I'm like, I mean, that's a, Obviously, that's like a stretch, and it's just coming from nothing. Some guy. Yeah, but it's it's still fun to uh, it's fun to read or listen to insane theories about. I think, um, yeah, kind of like the Pet Cemetery trailer, like how it's almost good that they revealed that twist, so you're not like taken aback in the theater. I hope they reveal Chucky's voice in one of these trailers. I think they will. Because I don't want to be like watching it and and like, oh, my God, his voice is so awful. How am I going to like get through this movie? Yeah, I I think it's going to be a lot like um, I felt the same way for Pennywise when when they I was like, you know, they're going to they're going to reveal it. And, you know, that much like the it trailer, the teaser, I don't even think really showed Pennywise. You know what I mean? It was like such a small amount that you were seeing. You definitely didn't hear him in the teaser. It wasn't until the full trailer started to come out that you started to get more and more of it. And 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 what we got so far definitely was a teaser. I'm sure. I'm sure when the next trailer comes out, we're gonna see Chucky. We're gonna hear. We're, we're gonna know exactly what we're getting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I look so. forward to that. I'm excited. Um. Real quick. Uh. Before. I did. I don't. Well. I don't want to steal anybody's stress. So. Jake, what's your stress tonight? Give me a give me a clue what your stress is about. It's toy related mostly. Okay, good. Um, there's a Gremlins animated series coming out. That's what I forgot to put in the rundown. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And being one of the self proclaimed biggest uh, Gremlins podcasts in the world, uh, I thought we should talk about this real quick too. There's really no information other than it's an animated series. It's going to be through Warner Brothers like streaming service. And uh, it's a period piece that would follow Mr. Wing, the Chinese grandfather played in the films by K. Luke, as a young man as he goes on adventures with the friendly Mogwai Gizmo. Now. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no Billy at all then. No. And honestly, wow. I had a couple thoughts. A, I feel like we had this idea recently. I feel we like we already pitched did. this. <laughs> um, Who's B, listening? B, um, does that mean his name's not going to be Gizmo? Is he just going to be Mogwai? Oh, it's yeah. It, would, it's, it wouldn't make any sense for his name to be Gizmo because his name he doesn't get that name yeah. until. But doesn't that sound like a throwback cartoon? That sounds like the Beetlejuice cartoon. It, it does. It definitely sounds like a. I think. I think when you do a cartoon like that, it doesn't matter if a little bit of the continuity is weird or like they they're still gonna. Of course, they're still gonna call him Gizmo, right? But is there gonna be a song like Gizmo? Gizmo. Gizmo. <laughs> I hope so. He travels God. the world to see the He's greatest a friendly thing. Gremlin. 
Yeah. The gremlin, gremlin we love. Traveling the world. He's, he's at the Eiffel Tower, the Great Wall of China. Listen. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I do too. It feels I'm like into something when, that when is this uh, when is this supposed to come out and and where? Let's face it. This is probably not going to actually happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be on Warner Brothers like <laughs> streaming service like next year or something. I don't. Is know. that even a real thing? There's a DC streaming service. Everybody has. E- There's a YHS streaming service. It's called. Uh, yeah, it's called Patreon. No, it's called Stressflix. <laughs> Stressflix. Yeah. Uh, will somebody, one of our listeners, please make a Stressflix uh, logo? Thank yeah. you. Um, all right, Jake. Before we get to stress. Uh, you went on an adventure. Oh, Jake liked that one. I like that. Uh, Jake went to Florida to be one with the uh, alligators. And, I did. Uh, I made it. And anybody who follows us on uh, uh, or follows Jake on social media, maybe you saw some of your photographs and videos. But uh, please give us a rundown of uh, of what's his name, Oliver? Uh, Casper. Casper. Where did I get Oliver the from? I don't know. Goes to town. You you saying Oliver threw me off, and for a split second, I was like, "Is it Oliver? Is his name Oliver?" Oh Dude, God. cut to the alligator. Was I calling him the wrong name the whole time? Oh, he called me him, and he's like, "What an asshole!" Like, <laughs> called me Oliver that all guy. weekend. Uh, Jeremy, whatever. Yeah, dude, tell us about uh, tell us about your trip to Miami to the Everglades. Okay. Um, yeah. First of all, it's a very long drive. Um, it it was uh, it was like a. GPS said seven hours, um, you know, stopping and, you, you know, getting food and all that shit. It, it ended up taking closer to like nine, um, but it was fine. Uh, I got down there pretty late um, Friday night, Saturday. I needed to be at um, the Everglades Outpost Park at like 830 in the morning. So obviously I get there at like 730. <laughs> Yeah. Because They're that's like, Jake. Nobody's yeah. there. It's it's closed. Um, I hang out until people start arriving. We had to um, stop Jake from going to the airport for FanFest this weekend. <laughs> we have 100 days. I was booking a flight. Um, yeah, so no, I get down there pretty early. Um, the They they start showing up. Uh, the guy, it, it's at like a an animal rescue. Like there's somebody who lives on the premise. There's like a house. Like when I pulled in, there's just a house there. It looks like it looks like a house in somebody's yard, but there's like fence, you know, like his backyard basically is, is like an animal, uh, rescue for any kind of, there's all kinds of animals on the property. And and it's, you know, they're there from all kinds of reasons. Like there's a lot of alligators there and the alligators are all like, um, they're what they call like nuisance alligators. Like if, if if an alligator were to like just wander into somebody's yard and you call animal control or something like mm-hmm. that, um, they either have to just kill the alligator because you can't relocate an alligator or it has to go to like a um, like a preserve kind of thing. a preserve or, or a rescue. So that's what they do. They, they'll they'll take as many alligators as they can get there was a camel there uh there were wolves you know like tigers just like everything monkeys just all kinds of shit and some of it was like the the zebra uh one of the guys was telling me the zebra was there because somebody bought it for like a petting zoo and they were like trying to have kids ride on it and you can't ride a zebra and it kept like kicking kids off (laughs) i like that zebra There was a, there was like a lemur there that didn't have any teeth because it's like 
former owner had all its teeth pulled out of its face. And I'm like, that's oh. weird. But anyway, there is a pond, there's a, there's one pool that has seven alligators in it. And, um, a guy by the name of Chris Gillette, who has spent his entire life doing, you know, he was on, there was a show I've never seen this show, but there was a show for a while on, uh, I don't know if it was on discovery or like a and E or what, or whatever called like Gator boys. And he was on that show and he's, he's a herpetologist and he studies, you know, reptiles and all that shit. And he does the tour. Um, we, we get out there and, um, he usually, he usually opens the tour up for like five people a day. And, uh, I was the only person, which was great. Cause it was like, it was a private thing. It was just me and him. Um, he like went over some rules with me and we just fucking got into a pool with seven alligators and, um, I got to swim, you know, in pretty close proximity with, we, we focused mainly on the one alligator who is Casper and, uh, he, he, uh, took like professional photographs while we were in there, which, um, I, I'll, I'll get those in like a week or so. But yeah, I just that was it. You know, I got to hang out and like swim with an alligator under like I get to swim under it and sit on the bottom of a pool while it like swam over me and just mm-hmm. hung out with it for an hour. Did uh, you have I, any um, I mean, I know it's safe, but would, did you have any like apprehension at all? You know, I thought I, I thought I was going to. Um <clears throat> I thought I was going to be a little more nervous than I was. I I have been in pretty close proximity with alligators before. Um, Nothing, you know, quite like this, but I have been around them a lot. I, you know, it's just like, it's one of my favorite things to do uh, to learn about and to read about. So like, I I know a good bit about them. I thought I was going to be a little freaked out or nervous, but as soon as like we started, we just got in the water and I've seen so many, videos and pictures of of him with this particular alligator and i mean they just hang out together he's like picking him up you know he's like he, he you know moving him around he calls him by his name and he comes to like you know that's cool yeah they don't like <clears throat> alligators aren't quite I've, I've had a lot of people ask me like well why is it not attacking you like they were like it must have been fed well this morning and i'm like it actually didn't get fed before i was there when the place opened, nobody fed that alligator before we got it. That's not, they're not, they're not like, uh, they're not like the mindless yeah. murder machines that most people think they are. They're, they're pretty smart. Um, you know, while, yeah, they might attack you if you get close to them or whatever, uh, like 98% of like alligator attacks are, are, are the same reason that shark attacks happen. It's like mistaken identity or they can't see well. Um, or they, use their, they track they use your their family teeth. to the Bahamas. They track your family to the Bahamas, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, you know, that old hat. Um, but it's, <laughs> that old they're, story, they're, they're, that old chestnut, they're not as like, they're not, <laughs> They don't just attack everything. They're usually like in the wild. Alligators are kind of skittish and will run from you more often than they will run after you. Not that they won't sometimes, but Mm. they're wild animals. But that's just not how it works. Also, this animal in particular, he has been working with for like 15 years. It's been around people a lot. Alligators can learn their names like 
they're just not as mindless as a lot of people think. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't that nerd. Like we got in the water and it was fine. You know, it must be weird when, when that alligator gets around other alligators and he's like, what, uh, what y'all's names? And they're like, what's a name? You don't have a name. I'm Oliver or Casper. (laughs) It is a little weird because sometimes I'm in the water, I, you know, and I'm looking at it and like, you can tell it's looking right at you. And I'm like, you know, it's just he's watching you just mm-hmm. as much as I'm watching him. But it was fine, man. Like we did all we just took a bunch of pictures, uh, did some like silly poses with him and and we did that for an hour. And then after that, I, I hung out and got to see the rest of the park. Um, and then from from that, I, I I was pretty close to the actual Everglades National Park. So I went there and I spent pretty much the next two days just exploring the Everglades and, uh, you know, just checking out other animals and that's wildlife. Awesome. Yeah, dude, and stuff like that. you've got some good yeah. videos that's up on great, your Instagram. That's a great, is, yeah, I, I got, I, I threw a couple of videos together. You know, you're allowed to bring your own camera like in there with, mm-hmm. uh, with Casper. And I did like, I mean, I just brought my phone and I did bring it in and film a little bit and take a few pictures, but you know, I'm, I, I paid him, I paid him to take professional photos and I also paid to, to be able to just be close to that alligator. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to just like do the whole thing from behind my phone. So I, yeah, it's I like when you go to a concert and record the whole thing. Yeah. Like like I, I didn't have mm-hmm. my phone in there with me for most of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, he's, he, he's the photographer. He'll take the photos and I'm, I'm super excited to get those back. Um, yeah, it'd be rude I, made too. A, I made a little video and, you know, I posted on my social media, but maybe I'll post it in a uh, group therapy since we've been talking about it yeah, here. I, I know it's not really, uh, pertains to anything else we, we, we really talk about, but. Oh, well, it's us. an experience. It's uh it's alligator fan fest. Yeah, exactly. In, in fact, fan, yeah. I'm I jealous. Think it pertains. I want to get into a pool with Dan Aykroyd. Exclusive. You <laughs> can't like, touch him. Though. Swim over me. Yeah, I want to swim under Dan Aykroyd and get some <laughs> oh, pictures. I was just trying to think because Jake, you're such a. Now, do you have to get a rash guard uh, for meeting Dan Aykroyd? For Dan Aykroyd, absolutely. <laughs> yes, and a mask. And a, got it. Got do, it. I guarantee, if you just went up to Dan Aykroyd and were like, "Hey, do you know anything about scuba diving?" He would just talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, boy, let me tell you, I had a, I, I was licensed back in 1970. You just go. And you'd be like, OK, here we go. Um, Abby, are there like so this is like a once in a lifetime type of experience for Jake. Is there like something similar? Like some people want to go skydiving. Some people want to go in a shark cage. I guess Jake probably wants to do that, too. Uh, I yeah, would do the thing. same exact thing of but like with I'm I'm into like monkeys, honestly. And you mentioned that there were some like on that rescue um spot. See, monkeys are scarier to me. Oh, I've I've spider monkeys in particular, I find them to be very adorable and yeah. menacing and mean and like I, I would like to get in there with them and, yeah. and get as close to there I'm 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 sure there are a few places where you could do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're I mean, it's just the same thing. Like, I'm sh- I'm sure there are some places where you can meet. Yeah, meet some you know what I think for me personally, I feel like the cuddling and like getting close to and like cute animals would probably be my yeah. equivalent. Which I, I kind of run a cat shelter at this point out of our house. So you like, do, yeah. yeah I, would, um, I think my I, would, I think it'd be cool to get some flubber. <laughs> Wait, just what? to have like real flubber. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, so you can like so you can like say nurturing things to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you're not uh, sleeping with it, are you? Oh, uh, it's always the, the same one. thing. Um, 
I uh, no, Jake, quotes. man, I think I think that's really awesome. I'm I'm really glad that you got to do that. That's such a special thing. Uh, yeah, me too. Thanks. I, I think I would do that. Like if you're with trusted people, like I, I'd get that. Yeah. No, it was great. I mean, the guy like obviously knows what he's doing. They, it's not just like he knows what he's doing, and it's not something you would do with any alligator. You know, like the circumstances are pretty ideal. Yeah, Jake, don't just for that to happen. The next day, Jake went to the actual Everglades. And uh, See, I know he jumped Casper. in. And he I jumped in. Back. I was just like, hey, hey, you guys know Casper? <laughs> He's a friend of mine. <laughs> I would God. definitely do it Casper. again, man. Like I, uh, Casper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would do it again. Yeah, for sure. Like it was it was fun. Cool, man. That's awesome. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, we'll be on the lookout for those pictures and those videos. Um, yeah. Hey, you guys ready to do some uh, stress? You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Come on, let's get nuts. So we do do our our stress. This is kind of like our oldest segment. It's what the whole podcast started with. This is where we each bring some real life stress to the table. We discuss it. We have a little therapy session. It's fun. I have fun with it. Yeah, it's fun. Abby. Yeah. What are you stressing about this week? Lord, I am. What? Yeah. I'm stressed about a lot of things right now. Um, the biggest thing is uh, Captain Marvel related. And I mean, the fact is the movie comes out next week. Um, very oh, ex- God. Does it? God. Yeah, I know. That's wow. insane. And okay. this is one that I feel like I've been following closely since, well, ever, since things started leaking and coming out about this, um, which is kind of, it's what I did with Guardians of the Galaxy too. Um, Brie Larson has been on my radar. I've been following her on Instagram and I've been very inspired by her and her workout routine, um, how well read she is and well spoken and like woke and cool. And um, I was watching her on the Oscars, actually. Her and Samuel L. Jackson had, um, they were, I don't remember the award they gave away, but their energy and their chemistry was like adorable on stage. And she looked fantastic. I was getting extremely amped for this movie. Um, I was actually looking, somebody, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Stephanie Monica, sent me these really cool, uh, Captain Marvel boxing gloves that are like $240 like Japanese expensive She sent them to you? Leather. No, she didn't actually say, I wish. That would be nice if she wants to. <laughs> I was like, really? That's amazing. No, on Instagram she DM'd me a picture and I was like, oh shit. I hope they have a payment plan. I really want these. Um, <laughs> everything at this point, like I bought a tombstone pizza the other day. I was like, I hope they have a payment, payment plan for it. Fucking fan I fest. literally bought something on a payment plan yesterday. Oh shit. <laughs> Ordering Oreos on a payment plan. Um, yeah, so I'm into this. And last night I was making Craig order a uh, Captain Marvel like tank top for me to wear to the movie off of Fifth Son. I was like half asleep. I was like, you have to, you have to order it. I need it. Because um, I was planning my outfit ahead of time like I like to do. Uh, so obviously I've been extremely pumped for this movie. And it feels like it's going to be fantastic. And just like a couple of other movies that I've been really into... Uh, that have been... Well, I'll just get right to it. Fucking, I'm sure you all have seen, like, the Rotten Tomatoes thing. Um, basically, Rotten Tomatoes had to turn off and disable the comments because uh, the people were commenting trolls, basically, just the same as with Answer the Call or with uh, Black Panther or The Last Jedi, for that matter. Um, basically, like, they dropped the score from 96% to 54% and were leaving, like, just heinous comments. And that shit just... It sucks, and it kind of deflates... Um, from the momentum that you have, and you just kind of want to get it away from you. And what having, is their problem with Captain Marvel? Is I, it just because it's strong females? 
Uh, yeah, and I think that Brie Larson, in some interviews, um, she mentioned something about how she uh, she noticed that a lot of the guys on the uh, interview circuit were, or she basically mentioned that it was a lot of white males that were conducting the interviews, and uh, in her opinion was stating that she thinks there should be a little bit more representation and equality in that front, and I think that out of context, that was enough for people to go after her. Oh, I can't believe somebody could take something out of context and freak out. Yeah. That doesn't seem like <laughs> something people would do. Exactly. I don't think it's, it's not going to, like, ruin my day or anything. It's just, I think it's more annoying than anything. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you're taking time out of your day to go to Rotten Tomatoes to leave angry comments about a movie that you haven't seen, it's like, Yeah, that's not even out yet. It's just so... And also, like, it's also, like, it's Captain Marvel. It's the next chapter of the MCU. Like, it's reasonable to expect that this movie's probably going to be pretty good. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't... It's like you don't even want to talk about it because it kind of gives them what they want, which is mm-hmm. attention. Yeah, so fuck them. I'm going to talk about the other parts of the interview that I watched with Brie Larson today where she was talking about uh, how much she used to love to go to Blockbuster as a little girl and like look through the aisles for movies that had come out. And the fact that there's an entire scene within a Blockbuster, and I was listening to the people who worked on like set deck and who worked on building that Blockbuster. The guy used to work for a Blockbuster in the 90s, like in 1995. <laughs> of course he did. So I'm just excited <laughs> I have a to feeling have that. that like 90% of people People like PAs in the like film industry yeah. probably worked at a blockbuster. Or Everybody, I wanted to. That was like my dream job. Yeah, I was like, dude, I could rent so many movies. Yeah, and the guy that was doing the interview was like, he used to work at a movie theater, like taking tickets. So it's yeah, you go into the field, and uh, it was a really good interview that I watched. And she is she's very intelligent, inspirational fantastic human being so i hope that this movie is is makes a fuck ton of money i have a feeling it will i'm not worried about it but you know fuck them brush your shoulders off brie yeah thank god brie call us yeah i'll Uh, hang out with you i can't believe this movie comes out next week like and then we've got avengers is like doesn't it okay so we're like i don't know like a month and a half or some maybe two months away from the new avengers endgame doesn't it feel like we just did our Avengers Infinity War episode. Like well, because yesterday. it was just like I mean, it was last year, right? Yeah, but like I know it was almost a year ago, but it literally feels like it was a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I watched Infinity War again on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, stress flicks. It's so good. It really it, is good. It's fantastic. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. Okay. Abby, what else? Or is it just Captain Marvel? I mean, that's pretty much it. Other than like, I'm, I'm. Going into this movie super duper pumped, and there's already some detractors, which is just reminiscent of things in the past. Dude, like we're about to go fully fledged into a new Ghostbusters movie. I'm ready to like <laughs> take on the world. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I'm also ready to not give my opinion of Ghostbusters until I watch it seven times. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Guys. I think people shouldn't give their opinion on movies. It was until fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you, we're gonna plane cast. Oh, we're playing cast. <laughs> yes. Big time. Cool. Um, well, Jake, you you'll uh, I'll, I'll do my stress next. Uh, thank you, Abby. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. My mine is actually Ghostbusters related. It, it has to do with Ghostbusters Fan Fest. So once we all got over the the sticker shock of of the pricing, and then we said, "Oh my god, I can't believe it costs that much." Going anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, class ten tickets. You get the photo op with the original cast plus autographs, and then you also get the photo op with the real Ghostbusters cast plus autographs. 
So one thing when we go to conventions, it's like a tradition on the podcast. We got to have that discussion about what are we getting signed. Yeah. We have to. So I wanted to do that right now. Okay. So we can all participate in my stress. I ordered the new Mondo print for Ghostbusters for the 35th anniversary, and it's shipping in April. So my initial thing was, well, I'm going – I want to have a print signed by William Atherton, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and Ivan Reitman, and of course any other cast members that they add from the first movie. So I'm sure that that's what I'm going to do. But if they add other people who are from Ghostbusters 2 – I'm not going to have Ghostbusters 2 – Cast members, like if Kurt Fuller was there or Robin Shelby or somebody specific to GB2, I'm not going to have – or Bobby Brown. Um, he's not going to be there. He's not going to be there. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you, do you guys think R. Kelly is going to be at Space Jam Fan Fest? I don't think so. Not that R. Kelly is – Bobby Brown's great – Compared to R. Kelly, Bobby Brown's the greatest human being that's ever lived. He's Mother Teresa. Um, R. Kelly's a piece of fucking shit, and I hope he – I did. Anyways. Yeah. Ooh. Anyways. About to, we're about to disable Craig's comment section. Uh, did you see R. Kelly's lawyer in court when he was being arraigned said that he wasn't a flight risk because unlike the lyrics to the song, he doesn't like flying? <laughs> Are you serious? That really happened. Like, oh, God, cool. That's amazing. Way to take this seriously, bud. Oh. I love the world we live in. <laughs> um, so I want to get this print signed. But then I started to think about like the real Ghostbusters cast members. Like, what do I have them get signed? And then I started thinking about Abby. Yeah. You're, you're gonna have to get autographs too. And Jake, you're gonna have to get autographs too. And like That's what we were thinking is like everything that we're getting, we're getting twice. Well, three times. Three times. But Jake doesn't live here, but he will. We're right. Those Eventually. Are, when he you in. guys are getting them twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that like, should be that should be less stressful for you guys because you guys have a backup. You're getting two autographs you know what? from everybody. Oh, I'm and getting more photos. than that. I'm gonna add like in that breakfast. I'm getting like ten autographs from Ivan. I'm pull. I'm bringing out. <laughs> I'm getting a sack full of stuff out. I'm getting a to go box. <laughs> yeah, like Ivan, Dan. I, I literally thought I was like, am I gonna buy a bottle of Crystal Head vodka? Because I, I don't Jeez. have a Crystal Head signed. Anyway, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that guy who just gets like. Goes to Walmart the weekend before and buys the DVD, like the <laughs> the worst mass market version of you can find on the, of the movie, and then just I know somebody who does that. Yeah, and uh, do it. I just it's think funny. that's fun. I just think funny. it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been stressed about what to get signed. I found these other prints from the real Ghostbusters today, and I was like, it, it'll be convenient because we have those poster tubes, so we can bring multiple prints. Yeah, but then like, I was like. Maybe I'll get like a soundtrack signed. I don't want eight by tens. No. You know, like I don't want that. No, no. But I've been stressed. Jake, have you thought about what you're getting signed? I have. And it also stresses me out. But I, th- I, I think I have a solution as of now. But it's like also one of those things where it's far enough out that I could change my mind 15 times before this happens. But I have a print. Um, It was one of the. God, I believe it was they did a Ghostbusters show. I think it might have been Gallery the, 1988, maybe, or, well, or they was did, it Bottleneck? Um, or? It was um, for the 30th anniversary. They had a bunch of artists do, like, they did, like, a traveling art show. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I have one that's, it's the Ecto-1, and it's, like, it's it's the Ecto-1 from the front, um, 
And then the rest of the print is just red and it's a very beautiful print. And I'm and and yeah, it's the Ecto one from Ghostbusters one, but also I feel like the car is it's a con it's, you know, it's a constant in everything, even, even though the car looks different. Even though we have the Ecto one A and, and Ghostbusters two, I still feel like the Ecto one can represent everything, like the cartoon, everything, and I feel like also the print has the the way the 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 rest of the space is. It would just look amazing, just covered in all. Like if I just got everybody cartoon GB two GB one, just let everybody sign this one print. I think it makes sense. Uh, Without, because I I feel the way you do. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't get. You know, if it was specifically a Ghostbusters one poster, I, I would I would have to get more things. But I feel like this print specifically would work just for everybody. Yeah, that, and I think that's that's also a, a cool thing to just have all those autographs on one thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to compliment Jake on this print. A, this is one of the greater greater this is one of the best ghostbusters prints it's from dkng and it was mm-hmm. gallery yes. 88 yes. um it's a beautiful print i love i never notice it has a little reflection of stay puffed in the it uh, does yeah in the windshield and there is so much red space that with like a yeah. white i feel like a white paint pen mm-hmm. or a black like it would pop so well just to get it would look great oh. yeah yeah, I'm looking at that's, it now too. That's my plan. Like, un- unless I see something, you know, there's we've we've talked about it before. There are a lot of Ghostbuster prints, but I I don't love a lot of them. Like, there there's only a few that I I'm I'm really super in love with, and this is this is one of them. And I and I think it it encompasses just the the general feel of Ghostbusters. And because it's only the car, I feel like I can get away with having you know the other the other actors on it. I also had this idea of taking a picture with William Atherton and checking to see if he had a dick. <laughs> Just to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um and then the real Ghostbusters guys like, man, do you get a DVD signed? Do you get like I've got some like animation cells. I've got yeah. you know, RGB action figures. Like there's so much like I got to put some real thought into this, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. walking into FanFest without a, like, here's the thing. I always do this with conventions where I have all this stress, but then I get there and I'm like, well, I don't want to spend all this money. But this is already <laughs> paid for. But like, this these, is paid for. This is included. We're, the, we, we are getting all the autographs. It's yeah. happening. And then I was like, I don't know. Do I want just seven different things? I'm going to have to ship it all home. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. This is because yeah. as of right now, yeah. they could add more guests, but right now it's guaranteed seven autographs because mm-hmm. you got right. the the three and then the four. Um, well, yeah. I say we lay everything out that's a possibility in the collection and run down. But the then list. I was like, what if I get Ray Parker Jr. to sign that print too? Yeah, mm. for and sure. It, oh, I can't. I'm not going. <laughs> it's too stressful. So I, it'll, it'll be better for me to not go. <laughs> Craig, we'll we'll bring the Slimer mask. And just keep adding to the Slimer mask. <laughs> um, it would be like, so, um, oh, look, at what is a Slimer? Mr. Dan Aykroyd, does that look like one of your pets? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
Hey, we're gonna play. We're what gonna play a guys? game at FanFest to see who can get Dan Aykroyd to spoil the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, oh. my god! You know he's gonna say some stuff. He's the. Boy. Do you think before? You think before the weekend, Ivan Reitman is gonna or like Jason Reitman is gonna be like, look, Dan. Shh, keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything about the like. Can I, I tell know you it's something? Hard. I want to fucking. I want to take him out and uh, get drinks and like. I don't think they told him. Serenade him. There's no way they're like, They're keeping him away. He's he's keep probably him. the star of the movie and has no idea. He has no. Why would you? Because if you do, if you told him Truman anything, Show. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen. If you let's say the plot was, um, Ray Stance's grandchildren. Uh, move back to their hometown and and reconnect with their grandfather and find out the secrets of Ghostbusters. Let's see. Let's say that was the plot. If we were like, so Dan, you know, off the record, what's the new movie about? He'd be like, oh boy, do we got something big planned for you guys? They're gonna bring my grandchildren up to Canada. We're sitting there playing with the proton pack of Pontiac One. Oh boy, that's a Cadillac right there. And then I'm just gonna be like, dude, he's telling us the whole movie. And then Ivan, they're gonna no. Dude, Eric. They probably have a. They probably somebody. Somebody is going to be hired to stand around with a fucking tranquilizer gun, yeah, and as soon as tackle. the actor starts saying something, it's like, <laughs> they're going to be like, pops him in the neck with it. Use the boson dart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got a problem here. Starting at the, uh, to get numb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking Will Ferrell in old school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're. Th- uh, uh, we need a paramedics at the VIP Ghostbusters <laughs> breakfast. Dan Aykroyd just we got a Dan down. <laughs> Fucking Slugsworth there removing the uh, the. I don't know why he would be there. <laughs> Telling us the secrets of Ghost Corps. Yeah. Jeez. When you go in there, I need you to grab the proton pack. Bring it to me, Charlie. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm giddy. Is the word I would use. I'm very excited. We're mm-hmm. gonna be talking about Fan Fest for the next couple months, so mm-hmm. get used to it. Strap mm-hmm. on your uh, Alice frames. Mm. That's made no mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> <laughs> somebody today, I saw somebody post today. They got they ordered a, a Novos uh, proton pack, and uh, yeah, they got it like six months ago, and they just got the Alice frame in the mail, and it was missing all of like the buckles and everything. Oh, great! So okay. good job. Nice job you did in Novos. All right, that's my stress. It's autographs. If anybody has any suggestions for what I should get signed, or any of us, please let us know. And yes, mm-hmm. have some group therapy. Jake, uh, yeah. you got some stress? Well, a couple things, yeah. A couple tiny um, things? Tiny couple stress. You know, first of all, uh, it's the thing that's really bothering me today is, uh, you know, I, I follow a couple of, like, VHS accounts um, on Instagram, you know, where you can, like, buy, sell, and trade you know, VHS tapes, it's a, it's a, there's a pretty big community for that out there. And, um, one of the, one of the ones I follow had, they posted this really great universal studio. I sent you guys a picture of it. It was a universal studios, like promotional VHS. Um, I don't even know exactly what it's for, but it's got a very cool cover. It's got like back to the future and Beetlejuice on it. And it says like experience the magic of movies. And it's, you know, got the universal logo on it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care what this is. I need it. So I bought it, um, over two weeks ago and (laughs) I have not, 
heard anything. It hasn't arrived. I messaged the account a few days ago, like just saying like, Hey, just wondering, you know, if this is shipped yet, they haven't even seen my message, nor have they even posted anything since February the 10th. And I'm like, did I just lose my money? (laughs) What is happening? Um, it's very stressful. I feel like I might've just like, I don't care about the money I lost. I just want that tape. I've yeah. never seen it before. And that now I, don't, I, I think I got screwed out of my money here. Where did, um, I, where, you, so you bought it off Instagram? I bought it off an Instagram page and there, and you know what? Like there's not, there's not, a, they don't have a whole lot of posts. Like they hadn't been around that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just bums me out. They they have some cool tapes on here, and and I follow Dude, a lot of these. And why they, don't you know, why don't I go out. to their page? And is it still for sale on their page? Is no, the it's it's mar- that that post is still up, but it's marked sold. They have some other, you know, they have some other tapes, and and I left a comment on one of their pictures today, and I tagged them in it, and I was like, hey, I sent you guys a DM, but they haven't been on since February. Or they haven't posted since February the tenth. This is this is gonna sound really bad, but I've had these thoughts before. What if they died? Mm. Like I've <laughs> I've thought about that. Like I've I like okay, you buy something off well, eBay. Sucks. You buy something off eBay. You're like, yes, I got a great deal. Um, I haven't heard anything. Like what? Like people who die have eBay accounts. Like yeah, who takes true. care of that? Yeah. Oh, there's no okay. Somebody dies. And their family finds them and they're distraught. Nobody is going, let's check and see if they had any pending sales on eBay. Like nobody. <laughs> yeah. These are, well, guys, somebody should. I'm sick in the head, man. Did mm-hmm. you guys see? This is also very morbid. Um, there was an airplane crash the other day uh, in Houston. And it was an Amazon Prime plane. There was only three people on board. I think one of them su- survived. But it crashed into a river. Like... Think of all those packages. Those packages aren't showing up on them. <laughs> so all I'm saying is. My worst fear. Those are all one day deli- prime. Those are two day deliveries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is where my head goes. I'm. This is not safe zone for me. Jake, I hope <laughs> for the people who run that account, I hope they're alive. And if they are yeah, alive, they I better message you back. Uh, I just want the tape, man. I just want the tape. <laughs> I hope they're alive. I just want the tape. They get it. Um <laughs> You're not okay. mad. Just want to watch it. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. What else? What else? Is that it? Is that your stress? Um, no. Well, I mean, that that's the main thing there. But, uh, you know, th- there's something that's been stressing me out that I that I, that has kind of been slowly creeping up on me. And uh, I think all three of us, um, you know, we've talked about multiple times since we since we um, visited the home of Bobby 80s. Um, we have really kicked up our collections. Like, I mean, my my toy room has done like a complete 180. Like I have almost replaced every shelf I own with like Detovs or or some other sort of like nice display cases and, you know, getting lights for thing, just making sure everything looks right. And I've also never been like a completist when it comes to toys i've always been like well i'll just get the few that i really want and then i'll move on and i'll do this but seeing bobby 80s collection made me literally go out and buy the entire kenner series one jurassic park which we have talked about and being at your place 
last month and seeing your Kenner Real Ghostbusters collection, I, I have a good bit of Kenner Real Ghostbusters collection. But after seeing that, I was like, well, shit, <laughs> I got to This I got to do this now. And <laughs> you got to I was at your house adding shit to my eBay watch list. I'm like, I'm not even done with my Jurassic Park yet. And I'm already moving on to fucking Kenner Ghostbusters Focus over here. Dude, that's like petting, petting Oliver while you're still a Casper. <laughs> <laughs> so like that, that's stressful because now I'm at this point where series one Jurassic Park is, is basically complete. And I'm like, well, I, I do want to I want to move on to series two. I want to get the entire Jurassic Park. I don't know if I'm going to go into like the other movies, but as far as Jurassic Park, I want that entire line. So now I'm like, do I go ahead and knock out series two? Or do I want to start getting some Ghostbuster stuff? I have all this like real Ghostbuster stuff added to my watch list on eBay that I'm watching. Also, Whenever I rearranged my entire toy room, it left me with there's two. I, I, I came with I ended up with two problems. I ended up with two shelves that are like, you know, the black cheaper shelves that I used to have everything in. And, and and as far as what's on them, it's all random. Every shelf was random. There's no besides like a couple Star Wars shelves. None of it is really themed. So I'm like, what do I do? I even want to keep that stuff around. It's weird now. The mm-hmm. rest of the room is very organized and Ghostbusters here, Jurassic Park here, Godzilla here. You know what I mean? It's very organized to where everything is. And then you get to the corner and there's these two shelves that are just like, here's some Chucky toys. Here's a, a little bit of NECA. Here's lost figure. You know what I mean? It's all, you know what though? I, I get that stress, but like, I think any collector, no matter if you have a big collection or small collection, you're always going to have a couple of those mis- rando mis- shelves, those miscellaneous shelves. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at one right yeah. now. It's got like Coneheads figures and the bill and Ted cards and some random Marvel stuff and my guardians yeah. things. It's like it's going to happen, but and Jake, I understand. I fully support you getting in on this RGB train because, like, I had what I had a, a brain blaster ghost come in today. I took yeah. a break for a couple weeks, had to take a, some, you know, had to breathe a little bit. Plus, we got Toy Lana coming up. We got the toy show next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it, man. It's been it's been. If you would have show, okay, I'm in my toy room right now. We went to see Rob in October. So yeah. if in September this year you took a picture of this room and said, hey, this is what it's going to look like in February, I would have been like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I would have been like, oh, where? I would have thought that I like inherited a bunch. Like, cause where I would, did I win? When did I when do I win the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It's like money is just like that's just a social construct. It's, fake. Yeah, what it's, it's not even real. It doesn't um, really exist. Well, dude, I fully support you going down that real Ghostbusters rabbit hole, but I also think that you need to finish that Jurassic Park line. I'm like, gonna. I, I know. I I think I the Jurassic you, Park yeah. line is definitely. What's that? I just th- I think you should scratch the uh, the RGB itch if you've got it. You know, diversify your yeah. portfolio. I I I do I do want to be like you know when I started when I started buying the the Jurassic Park stuff, um, 
I, I really felt because I've never been able to just complete a toy line. I was like, I'm doing this and I, and I need to do it. So I, I am going to finish that Jurassic park line. But then another thing that happened is I have this pretty big display case and, uh, it's one of the, it's like a store display case. It's pretty long. And, uh, I lined all my Maddie collector ghostbuster figures in there and realized that, um, I own that entire run except for, I think two figures and they're all in package. Like everything is mint in package entire. And I know that's not a old, you know, it's not very old. It's getting there. It's about 10 years older, but that's a big, that was a big run. That was a big run of figures. I have all the exclusive stuff. I have the stay puffed, you know, I, I have all of it. I'm just missing like two figures and it, and I'm like, why one, how did I miss two figures? (laughs) And why don't I, why didn't I buy them? Like just, I have to, I have to complete that line. I agree, man. Complete the Maddie collector line. It'll feel good. It will. I'll have to completely rearrange uh, all my Ghostbuster shit. Yeah, because if you buy, them, one, <laughs> you buy one more, it's going to throw your whole thing off. It, it's <laughs> not going to fit. Yeah, they already won't fit. Like, the, the amount of Maddie Collector figures I have now, this includes, this includes like, the Toys R Us uh, Ghostbusters 2, like, four-pack and... Which I've never had. Also, oh, it's, it's great. Also, the... Um, it also includes the the twelve inch figures that came out. They all fit perfectly, two rows all the way across in that display case. One more Maddie Collector figure is just gonna have to go in a different spot. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy to think like I know sometimes people complain that there's not as much Ghostbusters merch as other like properties, but there's a lot. There's like if you want to collect Ghost, like yeah, go to Bobby Eighty's house. Oh, he's got it. You'll all. see some. He's got it all. Um, Real quick to tag all this. uh, Props to Diamond Select Toys customer service. I had bought a real Ghostbusters Winston and the the pack was broken out of the package. And they sent me a new one. Came yesterday. Took like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I appreciate that. But now I'm like, what am I doing with this other Winston? Now you got a next. Oh, you're going to do it. Hey, you're going to do a custom? Getting it signed. Mm. Do some kind of custom with it. I don't know. Like paint is... Hey, hey, paint it like a prototype. <laughs> oh, and then tell me. Yeah, it's a prototype, Winston's kind of like, it's probably like a thousand of Yeah, um, that's good. Well, listen, we're going to wrap it up. We've covered a lot of ground. This was good. This was a good catch up. I really liked yeah. uh, covering all of the things yeah. we talked about. Listen, if you're in DS, have some podcasts and you're subscribing and you're listening, make sure that you're checking us out on social media at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And then, of course, we got the official Facebook group, Yes, Have Some Group Therapy. People are bringing their A-game. A lot of good conversations going on in there. Mm-hmm. Abby, if you want to join group therapy, tell them what to do. Go to Facebook. Go to Yes, Have Some Podcast page on Facebook. You can search for it. It will pop up. Uh, scroll on down. You'll see group therapy. And that is our group, which Craig just mentioned. Click it and uh, ask to join. Jake might let you in faster than I will because <laughs> yeah. he's more accepting than I am, we apparently. Got, we got a competition going on. Yeah, we want to see who's more accepting. So, yeah, uh, go ahead and join our group, guys, because it's, it's a fun place to be. And we... We just basically uh, talk about all the stuff we talk about on the show, and you can engage and talk about the things you're stressed about shopping for and buying. Yeah. And 
not as much uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born talk on, on group therapy as there is on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we talk about a lot in there, whether it's Ghostbusters, Star Wars, toys, Jurassic Park, everything, Batman. There's so much going on. There's so many movies coming out. So if you need to get that stress off your chest, head over to group therapy and join up and uh, join the stress crew. That's mm-hmm. what, I, what I always tell people. Welcome to the stress crew. Yeah, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, too. I put a video up this past week and uh, I was talking about Ghostbusters stuff. So we're going to keep doing those. Yeah. Check it out. Do man. it. Yeah, so, do it. Okay, so let's say you're a first-time listener. This is the first time you ever listen to Us Have Some. All you have to do now is go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, join Patreon for $5 a month, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and then join Yes Have Some Group Therapy, and then subscribe on YouTube. That's it. It's, it's easy. It's so easy. God, that's easy. And then um, buy a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yes, have some shop.com. Dude, do we got shirts? We got some yeah. shirts up there. We're we going to have cool. fanny packs because that's my idea. Abby, we, we, Abby had the idea. I have been designing a custom fanny pack and modeling after uh, the fanny pack after an old guess fanny pack from like the mid 90s. Cool. But it doesn't say guess. It doesn't say guess. What does it say? It's going to say barge. Yes. 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 Barge bags. White. Yes, have some barge bags. Barge bags. Barge that bags. sounds great. I like that. Woo. Cool. Well, you can keep everything you need in it for the convention. And you can use it as a barf bag if you're like on a cruise. <laughs> or a barf bag. <laughs> I'm barging when over here. You're nervous in line. Listen, everybody, thank you hey, so much. Hold on. I got a real extra small, quick stress. My new driver's license came in today, and I fucking hate the photograph. Oh, right. Jake. That is real stress. It is bad. My last one was so good. Was this it? one's awful, and I'm stuck with it until 2027. Fuck, dude. That's a really long time. I just time. re-signed up for eight years, and I've had the same picture for like six. So, Oof. Yeah, no, I, I need a new one. It was... It was an in-between. Part of me time. is like, can I just go to the DMV and be like, hey, I need a new driver's license and just pay for a new one? Probably. Like, will they do why, that? Why can't they God. use my Instagram profile pic? Only Yes Have Some uh, podcast hosts would volunteer <laughs> to go to the DMV to take a new picture. <laughs> yeah. We are so insane. Oh, my God. Well, that was great. my, you know what? We'll continue it next week. We got to wrap it up. Where the Jake's at the DMV, ask the person in front of him if it's the line for Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Uh, I got to get a snack.